Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. We're to do the works that Jesus did. What did they consist of? The first verse said he went around about their cities and villages teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every manner of sickness and every manner of disease among the people. So, the ministry of Jesus consisted of teaching, preaching, and healing. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth e. Hagan continues his teaching on doing the works of Jesus, Volume 2. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth e. Hagan for today's message. Well, I want us to read the same scripture that we've been reading each day for, well, this is the second week. Someone may say, well, how long are you going to read those scriptures? Well, maybe until everybody starts believing them. And we, then, we, then we go on to something else. Praise God. So if you've been with us, you know that that's first the ninth chapter of Matthew's gospel. And then the fifth chapter of John's gospel. And then the fourteenth chapter of John's gospel. Matthew chapter 9, John chapter 5, John chapter 14. We'll read. And then we'll look at some other scriptures also. All right, now. Matthew, the ninth chapter. You got your Bible open, 35th verse? And Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness, or a better translation is, every manner of sickness and every manner of disease among the people. Then in the uh, fifth chapter of John's gospel, Beginning to read with the very first verse, the scripture tells us, After this there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity, thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, or we would say in that condition, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed, and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said unto him that was cured, It is the Sabbath day. It is not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. He answered them, He that made me whole. The same said unto me, Take up thy bed, and walk. Then asked they him, What man is that which said unto thee, Take up thy bed and walk? And he that was healed wist not who it was. For Jesus had conveyed himself away, a multitude being in that place. 
Afterward, Jesus findeth him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole, sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made him whole. And therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him, because he had done these things on the Sabbath day. But Jesus answered them, My father worketh hitherto, and I work. Therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him, because he had not only broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The Son can do nothing of himself. But what he seeth the Father do, for what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. Then in this twelfth verse of the fourteenth chapter of the Gospel according to St. John, Jesus says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Well, praise God. We're to do the works that Jesus did. What did they consist of? The first verse said he went around about their cities and villages teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every manner of sickness and every manner of disease among the people. So the ministry of Jesus consisted of teaching, preaching, and healing. Now there are those, of course, that God calls especially to be teachers and there are those that God calls especially and sets in the church as in certain offices. And yet everybody can teach what they know. Now, even in the natural, you can do that. I mean, if you know the ABCs, you could teach somebody else the ABCs. If you know how to read, you could teach someone else to read. If you know the multiplication table, you could teach someone else the multiplication table. And you wouldn't have to be anointed to do it. You just have to know it. And then the word preach means to proclaim or to tell Everybody, the gospel, see, the gospel is a good news. Everybody ought to tell the good news to everybody they can. Praise God. Now, you see, this, this verse, these verses are not just talking about those that are set aside as certain ministry gifts of the body of Christ. They do have their function, all right, and should function. But right on the other end, what I'm showing you is that Jesus said, He that believeth on me. Well, you believe on him, don't you? I said, don't you? Amen. Praise God. Well, then you. You, you, you do the works of Jesus. What did the works of Jesus consist of? Teaching, preaching, healing. I remember in one area where we were preaching this past year, or, you know, within the radius of 12 months or so here, I, I really think it was this past May, so it would be a little past 12 months, uh, a lady said to me uh, in one of our meetings, crusades, uh, you know, our seminars, Brother Hagin, you know, said uh, she wanted me to go in the afternoon, you know, and pray for a lady in their city. And she said, you know, I've been reading to her and reading. She's bedfast now at home in bed and given up to die by medical science. And I've been taking some of your tapes to her, you know, over quite a period of time. And, and uh, I just believe she's ready if you'd just come lay hands on her, the Lord to heal her. Well, no, I said, I'm not coming. I don't have anything on it. I mean, uh, you know, folks always want you to go. I always reserve the right. If the Lord said, go, go. 
But then right on the other hand, I feel obligated that, that if I just on my own, you see, without any leading of the Lord, because no one would object you follow the leading of the Lord. If I went to visit one or minister to one, then I'd feel obligated to treat everybody just alike and go to everybody. Well, if you did that, you'd just be going all the time. Wouldn't be ready for your services, you know. If you're going to preach twice a day, it takes time to get ready. You can't just run all day long and be ready to preach then. Are you listening to me? You wear yourself out. And so I said, no, I'm not going. I don't know the lady. I've never seen her. I know she may through the tapes and books become acquainted in a sense with at least my ministry. But I said, you're the one that's been ministering to her. You lay hands on her. Never will forget. That woman just acted shocked, you know, like you slapped her with a wet dish rag. She said, me? Me lay hands? Yeah, I said you. Oh, I couldn't do that. I've never laid hands on anybody. Well, I said, you know, I mean, this may not be word for word, but this is the essence of what I endeavored to get over to her. You're authorized by the Bible. You're authorized by the Lord Jesus Christ himself to lay hands on the sick. See, she acted like she didn't even know it. You see, we rattle off scripture sometimes and never register on us. I think we think maybe they're talking about somebody else. I said, well, sure, Jesus said. These signs that follow them that believe you believe, don't you? Yeah. Well, they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I said, you are authorized to lay hands on the sick. Well, I don't know. Now, see, sometimes people will listen to you, the individual, the human person, quicker than the will of the Bible and Jesus. Do you know that? So I saw she's hesitating. I didn't have much time. And I just said, I authorize you. I command you to go do it. I command you to go do it. Well, if, 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 if you, you know, just stumble on, if you say so, I said, I said so, go do it. She come back just a grinning the next day. Face looked like, you know, you turned a neon sign on in the dark. Brother Hagin, you know, said, I laid hands on that one prayed. She got instantly healed. Been bed fast for months. Doctor give her up. Now she's healed. She's well. You know, said, that's the first prayer. Oh, she's just a thrill. You know, just couldn't hardly, you know, just seemed like you don't float away. Just couldn't keep your feet on the floor. She said, you know, I guess maybe I ought to quit now. I can say everybody ever prayed for got healed. You know, batted a thousand percent. No, I said, you shouldn't quit now. And, and just because everybody you pray for don't get healed, that doesn't mean you stop laying on hands on the sick. See, your job is not to heal them. Your job is to lay hands on them. See, they lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Hallelujah to Jesus. And so, uh, you see, that woman became enlightened to what belonged to her. Now, now, you see, she had been teaching the woman through my books. You know, and of course, commenting on it herself. And through the tapes, that's teaching ministry, you see. That's doing the works of Jesus. She had been teaching the woman. And that's what I said to her. Now, you're the one who's been teaching her. She's acquainted with you and knows you. You go out ahead and minister to her. Don't try to get somebody else. You know, very often, uh, people make that mistake. They've been talking to somebody I know a friend of mine said recently, he was traveling on the airplane somewhere with somebody, you know, they there's traveling on the, uh, you know, they weren't traveling first class, they're traveling back there, you know, where there's three seats together, you know, and he's sitting there, this fellow is looking out the window, and his friend is traveling with him, they're, they're, they're businessmen and they're saved men, they're Christian men, in fact, they're going to a full gospel bidding men's convention, where they're going, or just a full gospel bidding men's meeting, and and so one of them sitting there looking out the airplane window, you know, just, you know, mind wandering around. And this one sitting in the middle now, he struck up a conversation with the person on the outside and, and began to finally ask them if they were Christian, they weren't, and preached to them for a while, you know, witnessed to them, really preached to them, 
for all oh, 15, 20 minutes. And, you know, and they begin, the person began to weep, you know. And, and, and so then he said to the other, said, they want to get saved, said, you pray for them. Well, he wasn't even paying attention to Congress. You know, he got no anointing on him, you know. He just, he just his mind's wandering all off somewhere. Well, that's foolish. Are you listening to him? You've been talking to somebody and witnessing to somebody. You go ahead. You're listening to Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. I have some things here. And, and, that will and help you. That will really help you. I think these really is, is something that every Christian ought yes. to have. Yes, and, and And it's a CD that I did, Every Member a Minister. Mm-hmm. Some, so many times they relegate minister to somebody standing by. No, a minister is somebody that takes the good news to somebody. That's right. And every member, a minister, and then a, a book that I put together, Called of God. Everybody's called to God to do something. That's right. Everybody. Everybody that's, in the, that's on the team is called of God to do something. That's, now, this is a... Fourteen ninety five. It's a $5 savings. $5 savings. That's right. Oh, great, great. Retail normally $19.95. Hey, we go, want you to have this book. Yeah, go to, go to, the, go to your, your computer right now. Yes. And go there and, 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 and order it That's right now. Right. Get it. That's right. You need this. It will really help you. If you're having trouble understanding where you fit in and how to fit in, these two things right here will, will get you involved. They will tell you how to get involved. That's right. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message on Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 2. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.